I saw it. You saw what? I saw it. How many times do I have to tell you? You don't know what you're dealing with. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Tony. Welcome to another episode of Encounter Stories. This is the second episode of the new year. So um, last uh, episode, we had my buddy Jay on, uh, who was gracious enough to come on and talk to us about the experiences he's had on the road while touring with his band, I Will Be Done. Um, So, you know, definitely listen to that. He had some really great stuff. Um, And he's also on the side, a candle maker. So make sure you guys check out his website at moonroot.net. Um, everything is chemical-free, toxin-free. Um, they make some great stuff, and I have a couple of my own, a couple of candles that I bought from them. They're fantastic. So, um, But for the second episode of the new year, I would like to take this time to welcome back my cousin Dan, who's officially back on the podcast, man, after having your second child, man. How are you doing? How are you feeling? <laughs> feeling a little overwhelmed by having to come back to this podcast (laughs) (laughs) having to come back you're the one who texted me tonight and you were like hey you want to record the podcast (laughs) so i was like not even gonna hit you up about it but i'm yeah you know that yeah i just trying to give you your space man i know you got a lot going on so but i dude congratulations man on your second child i know it's been it's been a uh dark time for a oh, little bit it's rough man i've been there but she was the devil she's the devil <laughs> well i'm glad that you're doing well man i'm glad to have you back um i know that uh people are looking forward to you coming back on and, and listening to us you know uh have our weird conversations so so uh glad to have you back man and congrats yeah thanks buddy I'm glad to to finally be back i it's tough man it's tough um that first three three months is uh, is a real tough time. <laughs> There's no way else to say it. It really is. You don't man. have any time for yourself, and uh, we've talked about this before. And you know, it is what it is. And I don't want to take any any more of the time describing the devil, but you know, she's awesome. <laughs> Best thing ever, but also the devil when it comes to getting sleep. Right. So. Um, all right. Well, man, uh, you know, you and I have been kind of texting about this uh, over the past couple of weeks, and uh, I'm sure that people that listen to this podcast are aware of it, but um, it definitely something that we need to chat about. We have a couple stories that people sent in, and I did say that last week, and we will get to them, uh, but we have, you know, kind of told listeners that anytime something important comes out in the news uh, that, that we think everybody should know about, we're going to talk about it, and this is one of those times. So, um, Everybody knows COVID's going on, which is uh, the worst thing to happen to this world uh, in a long time. And um, uh, there was a COVID relief bill passed um, maybe about three weeks ago. And a lot of people didn't realize uh, until it was breaking news that tucked into that um, COVID relief bill, there was um, something called the Intelligence Authorization Act. Um so it, it basically, when that bill passed, it is telling the government or, you know, the, the Pentagon or, you know, the government, as far as this bill goes, you now, since it was signed and passed, uh, that was kind of hidden in there. You have 180 days to release everything you know about these UAPs or these UFOs. Um, 
so when news like that comes out to the general public, they're like, oh, my God, we're going to find out everything. This is going to be awesome. Um, but I think you and I know a little bit differently um, as to what is going to be released and what isn't. Um, so what did you think about this when you kind of saw the stuff in the news initially? Like, what was your general reaction? I mean, generally, I was like, no way. There's no way. That's just a fake headline. There's no way they threw that in there. And right. uh, just because of the whole secrecy around it and everything. And it's just one of those things that you, you if you follow any of the stuff, you really go down rabbit holes and stuff. And you just know that these it's never going to come out, you know, unless a UFO touches down in my driveway and I take a video of it. And there's no way to dispute it, you know. And uh, you just know that it's not nothing's gonna happen. So when when this kind of stuff comes out, it really, you know, if you follow it enough, you're just like, no way, this is ridiculous. It's, you know, it's just another one of those things that people say that, like the the UFO landing in Brazil this summer, that right. was completely faked. But it but it like turned the internet upside down. Um, and so it's just like one of those things you just. You just don't believe it. So then that's when I texted you. I'm like, dude, it is not real. You texted me with the with the uh, the article, and I was like, it is not real. This is this is stupid. And even if it is, nothing's gonna happen. And uh, what you know, lo and behold, we read like how many days later, like a week to to two weeks later, and what happens? Yeah. And they just they they release some. Some shit. Yeah, they basically we released, already knew about. Yeah, they released like a. It, it looks like a website that was put together by like a high schooler. It's just like all these CIA, uncla- declassified documents, like stuff that that really doesn't tell us anything. It basically tells us like, oh, you know, the military saw this craft, you know, on this day at this time, uh, for this long. It, but it, but it's like, okay, that's just another UFO sighting. You're not telling us anything about it. You're not telling us. If aliens exist, you're not telling us if if we've ever taken, you know, what was recovered at Roswell specifically, like were there alien bodies, like have we made contact with aliens? Are they working with us in the government? Like stuff that, you know, Stephen Greer and a lot of these other people have already said is happening. But I mean, if they can't even uh, get the president or if the president doesn't even have access to this information, why do you think that they would release it to the general public? You know, so it's I think it's just kind of being like, yeah, here's some here's some UFO sightings that we have on file. Have fun with those. We're not telling you anything. Yeah. I mean, I I read an article that said something like a previous president had, you know, like the, the Watergate stuff. And and same thing happened. Uh, someone was a whistleblower and all this information came out. But before the general public got to everything that they could have gotten to they had people working around the clock destroying every bit of evidence you could imagine just deleting everything and burning all the files that were written and printed and and so i guarantee you that's what's happening i guarantee you that the government is working around there's somebody there's like a team of people paid 24 hours a day in shifts to delete everything that they have and to 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 burn it all. I honestly think or to that put some it into of that... a cold, hard state drive that you cannot hack into. Um, because that that's what it is. Like they just got caught with their pants down and now they have to figure out a way to 
keep that secret. And most of the government doesn't know about it. Well, see, here's the thing, though, is I don't even know if they really got they got caught with their pants down. I think that they the government's like, yeah, cool. That's a sick bill that you passed. But guess what? We're still not telling you anything. And there's nothing you can do about it. I think that they're basically they're releasing like BS to, to keep like the public happy or to be like, yeah, here's some stuff that like doesn't really tell you anything. But like, here's some stuff. But like, dude, the people that work in bunkers like 50 miles down that have like work in these like dark projects, these black projects that where like 40 trillion dollars is missing in taxpayer money and nobody knows where the hell it went. You know what I mean? Like these people don't have to tell anybody anything and they're not they're not answering to anybody. So it's like they're, when the COVID bill really like that means garbage to them. They just laugh at it and go back to doing what they're doing. Like they don't have to tell you anything, you know, and I, I don't think that that's what people realize is how deep this rabbit hole goes. Yeah, you they, know, don't, like, they don't um, they don't report to the president. No. So they don't they don't really. So they don't fall <laughs> under the, 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 the bill control. that was passed. It has no bearing on them whatsoever. They don't fall under the umbrella of the government. Exactly. This so to is think an that outside project that is funded by many different um, billionaires mm-hmm. uh, and millionaires uh, and companies who have their own little side projects in research and development, and they fund all these things that that are happening and that are being made, and and it, it, that's what it is. It is what it is. It's the truth. And I mean, that's all there is to it. Let, let's give you let's just to give everybody some perspective. Right. I thought this was really interesting. So I'm not sure if any I'm sure that many of you out there know who Edward Snowden is. But if you don't, um, he's the guy who basically released, you know, like the to the the information um, to every to the public that like the NSA was was able to track everybody and like see everything about you and turn on the cameras in your home and it was basically like a huge invasion of privacy and he kind of was the main the big whistleblower on that um and he you know currently resides in canada or russia somewhere because if he ever comes into the united states he's going to get arrested so this guy um is like a master at computers and hacking and um that's what he did you don't get to work for the nsa as a computer you know genius if you're not smart uh i would you know, challenge you all to check out the movie Snowden with uh, Joseph, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. It was actually really good if you want to get a, more of a, an idea of, of who this guy is. And he's also been on the Joe Rogan podcast uh, a bunch of times via uh, Zoom or Skype kind of talking about everything. But the reason I bring him up is because um, he was on the Joe Rogan podcast um, for a second time. And he mentioned something kind of about, um, you know, aliens and so forth where he said, and these are just kind of quotes that I'm pulling from this article. Um, he said to, uh, Joe, he's like, for the record, as far as I could tell, aliens have never contacted earth, or at least they haven't contacted us intelligence. Um, also the moon landing did indeed occur in case you were wondering, yes, man really did land on the moon. Climate change is real. Chemtrails are not a thing. Um, and then he put of all things are not a thing. Right, right. (laughs) And then he put. The NSA whistleblower addressed the conspiracies again on the Joe Rogan podcast, like I said, saying there's no evidence of aliens and chemtrails and the like. I know, Joe, I know you want there to be aliens, Snowden joke to Rogan, the podcast host. I know Neil deGrasse Tyson badly wants there to be aliens, and there probably are, right? But the idea that we're hiding them, if we are hiding them, I had ridiculous access to the networks of the NSA, the CIA, the military, all these groups. I couldn't find anything. So if it's hidden 
and it could be hidden. It's hidden really damn well, even from people who are on the inside. So that's oh exactly kind of what we're talking about. A guy that has that type of access to everything um, still can't find any evidence of anything alien related, which tells you how dark and deep this rabbit hole goes. Well, think about this, right? <clears throat> Stephen Greer always talks about being on a need to know. Exactly. Right? If you're not on a need to know, then you don't know. And I think that most of the most of the they may there may be like rumors and whatnot that come out in in the NSA, in the FBI, in the CIA of things that are happening within the government or with branches of the government. But I don't believe they know for sure what's going on. And there are people who talk about, you know, hearing things, but they don't know for sure. So I think that it's entirely true that that stuff is kept. Like I just learned about cold state drives um, because of my uh, my investment account, my mm -hmm. investment account. Everything is kept on a cold state drive. So there's no way a hacker can get to it, mm -hmm. uh, which is really interesting to know. Um, yeah, that's what I do. I know all about that. It's yeah. definitely legit. And. Yeah, and uh, and I guarantee you that these things, all this information is kept on cold state drives in some underground bunker in a Antarctica, mm -hmm. you know, and that's what it is. And uh, and so only in the people, I mean, it's like under under certain death, uh, you can't tell anything or you're under certain death or whatever. And there are a couple of people who sh everyone should, if you're interested in this topic, should listen to speak. One is Stephen Greer, and, and by all means, please do not think that when I tell you to listen to them that you should believe what they're saying. Um, it's just they all kind of connect in certain weird ways uh, about the information that they have. And one would be Phil Schneider. Yeah, he's the other guy. There's a documentary, too, on uh, yeah, Prime I about watched, him. Yeah, I watched it. It was amazing. Phil Schneider, I mean, I've watched his whole thing on, on YouTube. There's like a ton of stuff on him. Yeah, on YouTube, yeah, definitely. So, but anyway, Phil Schneider. He's one of the the most interesting and, and far out there. Uh, Stephen Greer, again, the guy can keep your attention for a long time, extremely, intel, extremely intelligent. Uh, but his ideas, again, or his thoughts on this topic are way out, probably past most people's imagination on this topic. Right. Who is it? Stephen Greer, um, Phil Schneider, and... Um, Who's that woman? Which one? Who's, who's the woman who just did the Antarctica? Oh, I don't know her name. You you oh. said her name the other day, but yeah. Oh, uh, hold on. Let me look it up. Yeah, there's. he's referring to a documentary that I had recommended to him. It's called um, Antarctica, Aliens Beneath the Ice. Uh, it's like It was like 10 bucks, but yeah, the stuff that was in that was mind-blowing, if all of it's true, um, is we're screwed <laughs> if that's if that's all true we have no idea what's going on we are just like ants under a magnifying glass oh linda molten how yes yes those yes. are three three people who i think everybody interested in the, the alien topic should make sure that they check out because their information is um very similar uh and they go about it in different ways and they know different people. So you're getting a huge spectrum of information that again, you can either believe or disbelieve. 
I don't care what you do with it. All I know is that I'm not going to knock anyone who believes in anything that any one of these people say or anything else because I was never there. So, and I don't know what they know. Um, and it's, it's just it's one hard. Of those yeah, it's, it's it's hard to uh, to listen to some of this stuff and think that it's all real. But you know, I and I think that's. <sighs> You know, the, there was a guy in that Antarctica video that I had told you to watch. He kind of said it more or less. Uh, you know, I'm just paraphrasing, but you know, they said, "Why would you, why would you expect anybody to believe this?" And he's like, "You know, we we came forward because we want the truth to come out. We think the public should know about this. Um, there's technology here that could be saving our planet, and you know, but sometimes it seems so ridiculous that." people choose not to believe it because it sounds so crazy. You know, the fact that is that it sounds so crazy and so fantastical is, is why people are like, this can't be real. But the fact is, is that it is real. And they, and they, if you, if you've been hidden, if you've been, you know, if this stuff has been hidden from you for so long and you're just hearing about it now, it seems like it's impossible that it, that it exists, but it's, it's been here the entire time. You know, and, and it was just really, I mean, I'm paraphrasing, but I mean, that was basically, that was really powerful, you know, to me that, of course, it seems ridiculous. Like, how would we not have known about this stuff by now? Why, why wouldn't we have been told? Why is the government keeping this stuff from us? Um, this has been here the whole time. Like, it literally changes your whole perception of the world that you're living in. And sometimes it's just too much to handle. And people will be like, no, it's not real. But it, but I think a lot of this stuff is real, um, and I don't think that these people have anything to gain by coming forward and telling us what they've seen and what they know. I think they're telling us because they think it's important for us to know. Um, so, I mean, it's tough though because you got to sift through a lot of BS online to get to the real stuff. But when you find what is supposed to be the real stuff, I mean, that's where it gets interesting. Yeah, but you know, and then I have to call BS too, though. Think about this. And we talked about this before. Yeah, we did. I'm not saying everything in that documentary is true, but some of it, I think, could be. Some of it seems crazy. And I'm not saying it's not, and I'm not saying it is. But, you know, I, I was pretty skeptical <clears throat> after I watched that documentary of the two Navy SEALs who are, who are bra basically breaking protocol, supposedly telling the world about what's going on down in the – the uh, South Pole. Isn't it the South Pole? Is it the South Pole? Sure. Yep. Okay. It's not the North Pole. That's where Santa lives. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, and maybe it's the North Pole. I mean, so, like, I just, I don't know. It, it's so fantastical. And you have to, you know, anyone's mind, you can't wrap your brain around what's going on for real, though. You really can't. I don't even care if you believe it. You still can't wrap your brain around the tr the potential truth of what these two men were talking about, and also what others that I just named are talking about as well. Like you can't even wrap your brain around it. You can believe it because you have, you know, you have there's so much information out there and whatever. But it's, you know, the two guys like are they really Navy SEALs? Linda Moutenhouse, seriously? Like how did you come come about this information? Mm -hmm. Like did they reach out to you? Um, did people did, were they followed when they went to your studio to talk about this? They're obviously being paid to do it, mm -hmm. you know. So they do have something to gain. They're being paid to talk about this. Are they actors? How do Could we be. know? Because they're all blacked out. You don't know who really who they are, you know. And you 
you talk about you know some of these people that are really up in the gnome on this stuff, and you talk about specifically Stephen Greer, and he talks about the smear campaign and the um, the confusion campaign the government runs um, on this topic. And he he talks specifically about how government run you know will will send people will have people come out and say things that are so ridiculous they actually might be true but that people like continue to say wow that's so stupid how could that be real that's ridiculous and then they just brush it off and say and never talk about it again never think about it again because it's so fantastical right so I guess what I'm saying here is I. He, we talked about this the other day. This has nothing to do with UFO or aliens. At this time in our lifetime in the world, you can't believe what people say. You yeah, can't that's believe been a thing, yeah. anything that people say anymore. A fact is not a fact anymore. You can't believe it. I don't care if it's written down on a website. You can't believe that website anymore. It didn't used to be that way. It used to be if you looked up information, that was the truth or what everyone thought was the truth, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it was more stable. Now, because of everything that's going on, politics, you know, our country, um, the NSA spying on us and us not knowing about it until, the, until Snowden came out. Like, we literally can't believe anything because there's so much misinformation on top of, like... Um, uh, the Russian and um, Iranian like sp- spy hacks that are going on, like the Russia is trying to get us to do certain things by influencing on social media. It's just like I just like I literally can't believe anything anymore except what I see with my own eyes, and so that's what I'm going with. Yeah, <laughs> I mean point. it's 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 pretty ridiculous, man. I mean it, yeah, like a lot of things are a lot of it's all fake news, you know. So you don't people don't know what to believe anymore. Um, I think that, you know, if there, I think if there are things that are, if half the stuff in that documentary was, was true, they were talking about how there's so much stuff going on on the dark side of the moon. And there's, you know, anytime we've sent, you know, stuff up to work on the space station or to, you know, to build the space station, it wasn't for the space station. It was for this project on the dark side of the moon where they're drilling into it. They have like a base inside the moon where they do, um, where all, you know, all these different like types of aliens, uh, you know, can, uh, can meet and not meet, but like where they, they, they work together and it's, you know, with the government, um, you know, they're trying to help us, um, you know, fix our planet, uh, before it's destroyed and they are they also said that there's another race that they've warned us about that they're trying to protect us from so it's like that stuff seems like a star wars movie but or star trek but you know if you take any of it and think about it could it actually be true yeah it could be true is it true we're never gonna know but you know it if that's something like that could be kept from us i just wouldn't be surprised you know, I don't know if 2020 has taught me, taught me anything. <laughs> I, I cannot be surprised anymore. Yeah, the situation that the world is in right now, I never thought I would see in my lifetime. <laughs> but, I know. I but, mean, and think about it, too. There are people who believe and, you know, I'm not trying to get into politics here. There are people who believe that and the president is one of them, that it came from China because China created it. 
And there are a lot more other there are a lot more people who believe that than just the president, obviously, and, and even even the president's supporters. There are people who don't support the president who believe that. So mm-hmm. it's I don't know, because it's just too perfect. This virus is just too perfect and too mysterious. And uh, I'm not saying I believe it, but it, I believe that it could be. You know, I believe that it could be. So, you know, I, I don't think that it. I, I mean, I won't really go off on a tangent here, but I will tell you that I don't think it came from some bat that bit something in a Chinese market and then somebody ate that. And all of a sudden they started spreading COVID. I mean, that's most like the ridiculous thing I've ever heard. I think that it probably was manufactured and then dropped somewhere by somebody, you know, who was they had a plan of how this was going to go. They know how it was going to affect everybody. I don't know the reasons behind it. I mean, I don't think that that's too crazy of an idea for me to digest, though. I think it's possibility. You know, it's nuts. Like when you say it's too perfect, like that's the thing. You know, like it's, it is, it's yeah. you know, you could have it be asymptomatic and blah, 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 blah. Everybody knows. We've, we've been hearing about it enough on the news. Um, I know. I mean, dude, my wife had it. My yeah. wife was positive. No symptoms. Yeah. I lived with her for and during our entire quarantine for almost a month. Myself and my children didn't get it. Yeah. Well, I didn't get any symptoms. We didn't have it or didn't get symptoms or we didn't have it. And I definitely kissed my wife a few times. So it's not like I didn't, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Like, and I didn't try to get COVID. I wasn't trying to get it, but, um, you know, mistakes happen things you forget when the person is not showing symptoms. Uh, and you're not, you know, you're not quarantined. You can't quarantine away from your wife because you have an infant son, an infant daughter and a toddler running around and you need to work together to figure it out, you know, and, uh, you yeah. can't quarantine away from that person unless she was like, you know, v- extremely sick and in bed. That would be a different story. But at that point, I mean, you can't expect a dad to be home with two kids. I mean, I'm just kidding. Yeah. You can't. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you guys know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. It's jo- I, I mean, hey, man, I'm in the same boat as you. I mean, I'm I'm in, in quarantine right now for another couple days because uh, we were in contact with somebody who – uh, comes over, you know, to watch, well, basically what well, was my mother-in-law, but I mean, it's, it's, you know, she, she got it, got tested and it came back negative. And then, um, she came over to take care of our kids. And then literally she got a call after she had left our house that her test was actually positive, which doesn't make sense to me, but I'm like, what, how do you screw that up? So dude, it's just rampant. It's rampant. It, it's yeah. So she's, so basically we had to like quarantine. We, we got tested today. My daughter got tested. So we'll probably get the results within the next like day or two. But like my, my father-in-law who lives with my mother-in-law who tested positive, zero symptoms feels fine. She basically had like the sniffles for like a day. That was it. Um, I feel fine. My wife feels fine. My daughter feels fine. We're all fine. So it's just, it's a weird like quarantine phase where it's like you feel like a leper (laughs) yeah and then and then and then you have four hundred thousand people who who have died of it i know dude it's scary man it's scary like how did that happen i don't know you know so quickly and it's just one of those things anyway um yeah so so i think i think 2020 was yeah i mean it's 2020 man but you know when you talk about like you know how deep the how you know deep the these rabbit holes go i mean we don't really don't even know if i mean this is like a crazy conspiracy theory but it's like oh the covid thing like did that come from some weird government project that they were just like yeah it's population control you know but you know but i know people uh 
have lost people that have had it. So I, I completely, I'm not taking away from that. And I want people to understand that. But I mean, I just want to know where the hell it came from. And we're probably never going to find out. Um, <laughs> but anyway, um, so yeah. So I think that, you know, these, the alien, um, uh, the intelligent act um, or intelligence information act that was, you know, kind of slid into the COVID relief bill. I don't really think that it hasn't done anything so far. Um, and, and if Edward Snowden couldn't find anything, I really don't think that, that we're going to hear anything new for a long time, unless, you know, they really come out and say, we've made contact with aliens. Um, we have spacecraft. Um, we're working with them. Like, let, let's hear somebody come out and say that. And then I'll be like, all right, I'm on board. So, but I don't yeah. know. And when we talk about the difference between Stephen Greer and uh, Paul Sh- uh, Schneider, is that his name? Schneider? Uh, no. Um, Phil Schneider. Phil yeah. Schneider. Schneider, yeah. Phil Schneider, sorry. Because I've watched this stuff on YouTube too, but it was like a while back. Um, the, the Stephen Greer has a very positive view on extraterrestrials and communicating with them um and how it's all done through consciousness and if you want to watch his documentary and really understand where he's coming from just watch close encounters of the fifth kind on amazon prime it's free right now um and you can kind of get an idea of what he's where he's coming from um you know they're they're peaceful they're you know and, and so forth but then you got this other guy phil who had a pretty uh it was an intense encounter with them and it was not positive at all. So when you, you listen to him, it basically goes against the encounter that Steve or the, the encounters that Stephen Greer has had and the contact that he's made. So people will say, you know, it's a different race that he encountered, which was why they were so aggressive. Um, who, who knows, you know what I mean? But, um, this guy was talking for a while and he's no longer alive. So that makes, that gives his story a little bit more clout actually. Yeah. He was found in his uh, hotel room with his, uh, catheter tied around his neck. Yeah. Sitting in a chair with a catheter tied around his neck and he was dead. And the official autopsy said he committed suicide, but like how many, you know, committing, suicide by strangulation and and being able to sit in the chair while doing it and not like falling out of the chair trying to remove it from yourself i mean i don't know what happened obviously but then they you know the family tried to have their own separate autopsy done and it was denied they couldn't get that and um just this like tons of circumstantial evidence you know about why they think that his family thinks that he was killed because of the information he's he was given. So, I don't know. I don't know what to think. Again, 2020 has taught me to never trust anybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I would definitely watch his documentary, though, because he, he actually lost a couple fingers over this, over what happened to him. So, and I'm not going to tell you what how that happened. I, that should intrigue you enough to go check it out. But um, it's, it's a pretty uh, intense story that he has to tell. Um, he's very descriptive. He, it, it, the videos that I watched, he does talk a lot, but when he gets to exactly what happened, it's, it's it was awesome. It's pretty scary actually. Yeah. It's um, scary and awesome information. Awesome. Not in a good way, but like an overwhelming, awesome way, you know, like yeah. unbelievable, like 
to the point where you're you're probably questioning whether that guy should be put in a mental institution immediately after he starts talking about what actually happened. Yeah. For most people, anyway, not for you and I, Tony, but <laughs> yeah, no, I most don't. people would be like, dude, I just time to shut this off. This yeah. is so stupid. This is so silly. It's not possible that that could be true. Dude, shut this off. What, how, is the pizza going to be here anytime yeah, soon? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just like, <laughs> I, you know what? You know what I found, though? I found that people are so, that people are very scared yeah. of it. And that's why they reject it. It's too much to handle, it, it is. It's too much. But, like, got to keep an open mind, right? You always got to keep an open mind. But, like, but if anyone's listening to this and you find that you yourself are feeling overwhelmed by the information and also, like, scared of it, just write us and let us know. Because I'm, I'm really interested to, to hear from people when they hear about this topic. You're clearly listening to this podcast because you want to know more about this or you like it or you're interested in it or maybe you're afraid of it. If you're afraid of it, interested in it, whatever, just... Shoot us a line, send us an email uh, to your encounter story podcast at gmail.com and uh, let us know what you think about this because after watching some of the documentaries, or are you scared of this stuff? Is this stuff scare you? Is that why you push it off or is that why your friends push it off or your family? And then when you try to bring it up with somebody, they kind of poo poo it down and say, oh, that cannot be true or whatever. We'd love to hear from it from, from some of you um, who have some stories about. You know, like talking about it with friends and then friends being like, that's stupid. I don't want to talk about it. And this is exactly why I think it's important to do these things. We need to talk about the craziness that's this life in this world. And it's so, so important to have a have a group of people or a place where you can go to listen to the kind of sketchy edge fringe things that people believe in or don't believe in or are interested in. That you can kind of let that part of your brain kind of go and be, use your imagination and be open-minded. And I think that's really important out of everything else is just to be open-minded about almost everything in your life. Because as soon as you get inflexible and close-minded, that's when tough times come. Because yeah, it's, you can't it's break so true. Out of your, you can't break out of your mindset, especially at work, you know, at your job. If you can't, you can't adapt and you can't break out of a mindset and your boss asks you to do something and you're like, absolutely not. Well, you're probably not going to have a job anymore. You know? <laughs> Learning on the fly, dude. That's yeah, my seriously, everyday. You have to adapt. You <laughs> have to adapt. And this, and, it's, and it goes, it, it just goes to show like that you, you can apply that to your entire life with your relationships, family, friends, intimate relationships, to work relationships, to your work, to your job. You have have to adapt and continue to grow. And if, you, and if you're closed-minded, you're just going to stay in this small realm, this small little globe. And that's what a lot of people are doing right now in politics is that they stay in this small globe of information and they don't ever go outside of that. Mm-hmm. And it causes so much strife in, in this country um, because people only stay in, in where people agree with them. You know, and, and I'm not getting political, but I'm just saying just on both sides of the aisle. That's we're all, you know, most people are stuck on one side or the other. Just try to have an open mind and and think about, you know, what could be possible, you know, when people work together. So, yeah, I agree, man. I, I really do. I mean, I think it's it's definitely, if anything, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably have an open mind. You know, just continue to have an open mind about the topics that we discuss. Um which, you know, you and I have kind of talked about this, but uh, at some point we want to do an episode 
on uh, Dogman Encounters uh, because it's really weird. And oh man, dude, you're <laughs> you getting me excited. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, it's just uh, there's a there's pe- there's too many people out there that have seen it or <laughs> claim to have seen it. Uh, it's one of those like cryptids. So I would definitely. Um, you know, look into that. If you guys never heard of it, the dog, man, it's kind of like a werewolf, but it's, it's not, it's very odd. Well, there's um, many different kinds, many different to. kinds. Um, so, um, you know, and, and it seems like we got a lot of, uh, a lot of listens on our, uh, uh, the Gimlin Patterson, uh, Bigfoot, uh, episode. That was the last episode that you were on, Dan. Mm-hmm. Um, people seem to really like that. I'm glad you guys enjoyed that. Um, so, you know, like I said, you know, uh, I think it's important for you guys to also send us an email um, and let us know if you want to hear more about a certain topic. Um, we do have a couple stories, which, you know, we'll we'll share next week and the following week. But then, um, you know, if we don't get anything in, which, you know, has happened, we've hit like a couple dry weeks. But um, we definitely understand that, you know, people need to feel comfortable to to send their stories out and, you know, it, uh, we don't want to force people to do that. Obviously we can't, you know, so when you're comfortable, send stories in, but we have gotten a couple that we do want to share. So that'll be coming up next week. Um, so, um, yeah, I mean, with that being said, man, I, um, that's all I got for this week. I just wanted to make sure that people were kind of aware, um, of what was kind of happening. You know, if you don't watch too much TV or you didn't really realize that was, this was kind of hidden in that, COVID relief bill you do now. So you can Google it and, and find out more information if you want. All right. So, um, do you got anything else you want to add, man? You're glad to have you back. Dom, I'm happy to be back. I, uh, just, uh, share, like, and subscribe, I guess. Definitely. Come on people. Yeah. Let's so, get this going and uh, send us some good stuff. Send us some stories. Send us, uh, send us your thoughts. That doesn't really matter. We just want to hear from you. And, um, you this will always be a place of safety when you want to talk about, um, some things like this. So we're looking forward to hearing from you and, uh, you know, Tony you do a great job as always. It's nice to be back. Yeah, man. Awesome. I uh, appreciate that. Well, um, on that note, we will let you guys go. We will catch you next week. And, uh, that's all we got later. Thanks for listening to another episode of encounter stories. Please be sure to check out our Instagram at encounter underscore stories underscore podcast and our Facebook page titled encounter stories. We release every Wednesday and can be heard on any of your podcast listening platforms. And if you have a story that you would like to share, please be sure to send us an email at yourencounterstory at gmail.com.